0: Good morning, and welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ here in Mesa, Arizona, um, on beautiful Sunday, August the 23rd. I'm thankful to be here, um, and we're so grateful um, that we continue to be able to bring the Word of God to you. And like we have talked about in weeks past, it's still very different, and our hope is that we can start to um, open our doors and uh, gather together soon. But until then, God's power never changes. And whether we're apart or we're together, God can work in your lives, and he can change your life if you let him. And our prayer is that um, we hear the inspired word of God today, and we get to hear from our brother Brian. And I'm excited for what God has in store for us, so let us open in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Uh, We thank you for the opportunity to be in your house, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to hear the word of God. And I pray today that uh, you might inspire uh, Brother Brian, that you might lead him with your spirit, uh, that we might all uh, be uplifted, that we might all feel your spirit uh, in our lives today. I pray that uh, there are many on our prayer list, Lord, uh, our brother Waylon from San Carlos, um, the many in our branch who are in need of uh, your healing touch today, I pray that you might go go to their side. And the many people who are looking for something more in their lives, Lord, who are missing something i pray that uh, you might open their hearts and open their minds that they might be receptive to jesus christ i pray for all of us who have accepted him as our savior lord that uh, we might be quick to share the blessings that we have received um, by having him in our lives with the people around us with our family with our friends that we might be a blessing to those around us lord so i pray that you might inspire us today in whatever we do we ask this in jesus name amen
1: Good morning, brothers and sisters and friends. Welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, Before we uh, begin our message today, uh, we're going to have a hymn from the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, Uh, Lead Me Lord. It's a great blessing for me to be in the house of the lord this morning and it's a great blessing to know that we are following the lord jesus christ in our life and he is leading us along that path that we travel that leads to the kingdom of god and we know that that's the straight and narrow path where if we stand upon it, that it's likened unto being upon the foundation of Christ, that when the winds blow and the rains descend, that our foundation is sure this morning. And how many times have we been challenged in this life? We're being challenged even today as we go through this pandemic and it brings peace and joy to our heart to know that jesus goes before us and he will lead the way and it's up to us to follow that he is the good shepherd of this life and that we are his sheep and that's a high position to be on one occasion he called us the sons and daughters of god he called us his sheep. He called us his friends, because we know the will of God. The Lord has all these wonderful, endearing names for us. And he just asks us that we follow him through this life. And I don't know of any occasion where the Lord has ever left us astray or left us alone even in the most troubling times of this life. He is right there beside us, taking our hand along the path of life. Our sermon today is from John 6, 5 through 9. Is there anything too great for the Lord? And I hope that as we read the miracles that Jesus did during his short time in the ministry, I hope that we will glean hope in our life, and I hope that we will understand and realize that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And these miracles, they are brought about in our life when we have a willingness to to surrender whatever situation we have before us over to the Lord. They come about in our life when we have faith and we believe that nothing is too great for the Lord, that there's nothing impossible in his sight. They come about when we pray and when we fast and pray and when we seek the blessings of god these are some of the themes today that we learn from this beautiful miracle that the lord performed the scripture says that when jesus then lifted up his eyes and he saw a great company coming unto him he said unto philip Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him. For he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that everyone may take a little. And one of the disciples, Bulls Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, there's a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And I have to say that after they looked at all their resources, Philip and Andrew, they realized that they didn't have enough, that it was impossible to feed this multitude of 5,000 that the Lord wanted to feed. And I just want to tell you that what seems impossible to us today is possible in the eyes of the Lord. And we just have to look at our life, the beautiful day that the Lord called us and he touched his heart our hearts and we repented of our sins and were baptized you know many times I can't remember what I ate or what I did uh, a few days ago but I can't ever erase from my memory that day that I surrendered my life to the Lord my wife and I we were just talking that it's 35 years Yesterday, that she gave her life, and Sister Michelle gave her life to the Lord, and it's something ingrained in our minds today. And if we want to be honest, we were like those five loaves and two fishes before the Lord. We were insufficient, and the Lord is teaching us a lesson today we were like them we were sinners we were undone we were unworthy for his mercy and for his grace the scripture says that our righteousness was like filthy rags you know I I thought about that for a moment Uh, I might be able to use a clean rag sometimes in washing the car or we have other uses but you know a filthy rag i'll probably just toss it i'll disregard it and throw it in the trash but thank god that on that day that the lord did not reject us he didn't turn us aside but he accepted us and he loved us and in romans 5:8 it says but god commanded his love towards us that while We were yet sinners. Christ died for us. How beautiful today is the miracle of God's love and forgiveness. The miracle of Christ coming upon the face of the earth, teaching us his doctrine, giving his life for the sins of the world. And the miracle that on the third day that he arose... And now he sits on the right side of the Father. The miracle of all his blessings in our life. That when we were baptized, God washed our sins away. He gave us a new garment. It's spotless. It was white. And whatever sins that we had, the scripture says, That the Lord forgave them. As far as the west is from the east. As far as the east is from the west. The Lord removed those sins. And the Lord told us in John. The 15th chapter. He says I am the vine. He says and you are the branches. And he that abideth in me. Will bring forth much fruit. For without me today that we are nothing today. Our focus is following the Lord. Our our focus is on the vine today. That we're the branches that we must be connected to the Lord if we want to see the blessings and the miracles of God in our life. For without the Lord, we can do nothing. We're helpless today without his strength and without his power. What can the Lord do for our life? I I love this song of Zion, number 91. There's not anything that Jesus cannot do. Now, I'm just going to read the chorus, but the whole hymn is beautiful. He can heal the lame and blind and all the afflictions of the mind. He can bring the sinner out of sin and all the prodigals back in he can show himself to you just like he did in galilee can make a life completely whole and he alone can save a soul and after all that the lord is just getting started as to what he can do for us in our life we realize today that many times we confront situations that are greater than our ability to solve. And I think the Lord wants to know who are we going to trust for the miracles in our life. The Lord said, Philip, where are you going to go to buy the bread? And you know, Philip did what many of us do. He started counting his money. And he was about to go to the marketplace. And he realized that he didn't have enough money. That even if this congregation of 5,000, and there may have even been more with women and children that were present that day, that he didn't have enough. And sometimes, brothers, sisters, and friends, when we need a miracle of the Lord, we are looking for natural solutions in this life. When all along, the Lord is right there by us. He's by our side. We're following him. He's our shepherd, and we're depending upon him. But we look for natural solutions many times and the lord says something beautiful here that i hope that when we're going through a challenge or trial and maybe today and what we've been going through the lord says i already know how i'm going to bless you i already know what i'm going to do but many times the lord wants to know who are we going to trust in where's our faith Who are we going to depend upon in this life? I was in church early one Sunday, and I greeted Sister Amy, who's gone on to her reward. And Sister Amy had just received a diagnosis that her cancer came back in her life. And she prayed that week. She said, Lord, I don't want another operation. I want your healing power to become upon me. And she's telling me all this that transpired that morning. And she said, Brian, she says, I promised the Lord, the first minister I see, I'm going to ask to be anointed. It wouldn't have mattered who it was. Her faith and her trust was in the Lord. And she said, Brian, you know, Sister Amy was not shy about the things that she needed. And today we shouldn't be shy when we need a miracle from the Lord. That we should diligently go and sit down upon the feet of Jesus and seek for his miracles and for his touch and for his blessings. She says, I don't want an operation. She says, I want a healing. And I want you to pray that way, that God gives me a healing. And so we just said a humble prayer for our dear sister, Amy. And later that week, she went to her hairdresser. And the hairdresser started touching her hair. And she said, Amy, did you get receive an oil treatment this week? Sister Amy said, oh, I never received an oil treatment. She says, I feel oil all over your head. And Sister Amy says, well, the minister minister on Sunday anointed me, but it was just a drop of oil. She says, Amy, there is oil covering your head. And Sister Amy said she began to cry because she knew that covering of oil was the blessings of God. It was the miracle that she sought for in her life. And she knew that the Lord had touched her. And it wasn't long later, she went to the doctor again to check for her cancer. And the doctor says that you have no more cancer, Sister Oh, and I don't know how many years after that time she lived. But I'll tell you, she shared that experience with me over and over again, how the Lord came to her rescue. This is where our trust and our focus and our faith, it needs to be in these latter days with all the turmoil and darkness and the sins that are before us. We need to be following Jesus and to realize that there's nothing that he cannot do for our life. I wanna share one other experience I shared on a Wednesday in our Zoom meetings and thank God for the beautiful Zoom meetings. uh, Lessons that we've had for our testimony meetings. And you know, it seems like it's such a blessing that none of us want to get off the, uh, the monitor. I don't know if you brothers noticed. But it just seems like we want to stay on. We kind of want to cling on just to the blessing and to the joy. It feeds our soul when we talk about the goodness of the Lord. Uh, We had three ministers in our branch. Uh, One was my uncle. We were at two meetings. We were praying before the second meeting. And my uncle has a heart attack. And he is literally laying flat uh, upon the rostrum in the Niles branch. And of course, we began to anoint him. And on that given Sunday, there was no one there that had any medical understanding at all. We had no idea what to do, other than to go to the Lord for help. And you know, we were praying for our brother, And, of course, the deacon called for the ambulance, for him to come. And um, nothing happened after our prayer. And I asked the congregation that they would start kneeling and asking God for a miracle. And one by one, how beautiful. Many of these brothers and sisters, they've gone on to their reward. Faithful to the Lord to the end. They poured their hearts out to the Lord. And I was discussing this with the sister. She said, oh, Brian, if we could just have had a tape recorder that day of the prayers that were offered, the faith that they exercised, the trust that those older brothers and sisters seemed to have throughout their life, it was made manifested that day. And... They poured out their heart, saying, Lord, we know you can come to our rescue. You can heal our brother. And I have to tell you, as all this was going on, the ambulance director got lost. The driver, ambulance driver, he was lost. And I can't tell you how small of a, the city of Niles is. I mean, I lived there all my life. You cannot get lost. It's almost an impossibility. There's just a few main streets. We were on the corner on one of the main streets, our church. The ambulance driver was lost. And the deacon was on the phone back and forth. And we anointed our brother again the second time. And a few minutes later, our brother from prostrate position gets up. And he starts praising the lord for his goodness and we all gathered around him one by one we started to hug him and embrace him and we were thanking god we had our testimony meeting all on the rostrum that afternoon because we were filled with joy that god had performed a miracle in his life and we had closed the meeting in prayer we were ready to all walk out and then the ambulance driver came and he finally found the church and we told him he wanted to know who who was sick what happened when we showed him the brother that was sick he couldn't believe it he says maybe I should start attending this church I think he realized that the power of God must have been demonstrated there must have been a miracle in our dear brother's life oh how we rejoiced! and you know that happened must have lasted for a half hour. And I've got to tell you, I've got to be honest, it was a long half hour in my life to see our brother in that situation. And you know, as I was thinking of that, on the other hand, how the Lord must rejoice in those situations when we're agonizing and we're trusting and we're pouring our whole heart out to the Lord for a miracle. As difficult as it might seem within ourselves, the Lord is rejoicing because this is what he wants from us as his children and in our service to the Lord. You know, if we think of Israel for a moment, and I was having a discussion with Brother Pete, and we hung up the phone. And for some reason, the Lord brought my mind uh, to Israel in the desert, in the wilderness. And think for a moment the blessings and the miracles that they experienced just coming out of the chains and the bondage of Egypt. I mean, we could enumerate them, but there are so many of the miracles and the power of God that was demonstrated in their life. And the Lord just wanted them to serve him. He wanted them to believe in his power and his might. He wanted to be their God, just like he wants us today. He wants to be our God in our life. He wants to show us miracles, just as he did to the house of Israel. And as they were in that desert, they said, Moses was up on the mountain, they said, Aaron, Aaron, build a golden calf and not only did they build a golden calf but they said it was this calf that took us out of Egypt and they began to worship and they put their trust in this calf. Oh, how does how, can you imagine how the Lord must have felt after he was by their side, just like he was with Philip and Andrew, like he is in our life today, he is by our side, willing to show his power and his might in our life. And they glorified a the golden calf. They were just a few weeks away from entering the land of Canaan, my brothers and sisters, the land that God promised Abraham be a land of milk and honey where god's promises and his blessings would be so great in their life they missed it because they couldn't believe they couldn't trust and the scriptures are clear that woe unto us if we have unbelief that miracles will cease among us That it is important for us to believe and have our faith in God, that he's our all in all. Later in that chapter, it's a beautiful chapter. I hope you will read it all. The Lord says this. He says, I am the bread of life. He says, your fathers, they ate manna in the wilderness, and they are dead. He says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven that if any man eat this bread, he will live forever. Oh, how beautiful it is when we could put our faith and trust in God that he is the living bread today, that he is the true vine in our life, that he's the light of this world, my brothers and sisters. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He is our all in all. He's everything that we need, that we would ever want in this life. So the Lord was waiting for them to hand over the bread and the fishes. (laughs) I don't know how long it took, but I think the Lord got a little weary. (laughs) And he says, bring them to me. And they gathered up those five loaves. those two fishes and a transformation began to happen as the Lord began to break the bread they saw baskets being filled up with five loaves of bread one basket after another after the Lord blessed the bread and he began to break it and he did the same thing with the fish and he began to break the fish and baskets began to fill up. And they saw before them this great transformation of something so small turn into something so great. And the scripture says that they fed the multitude and they still had 12 baskets left over of food. What a great miracle that they beheld It as many believed. And that's consistent through the word of God, when they saw the miracles of God and the power of God, many people gave their life unto the Lord. Oh, brothers and sisters, today, what can we learn? As of ourselves, we are nothing. When we surrender our life to the Lord in whatever situation it is, God makes us so much greater than what we can be. In ourself. Today, if we surrender our life to the Lord, our basket of blessings are going to be filled in this life. We're not going to run out. And we're going to have enough for our neighbors and our friends and for those that we come in contact with. They're going to partake of the blessings that are in our life. If we serve the Lord and surrender unto him. Oh, Lord. Bless my wife, bless my children, bless my grandchildren. We want to surrender, Lord, everything over to you. Bless, Lord, our branch here in Mesa. Bless our brother, our brothers as they lead us. Bless the ministry of your church, that the gift and power of God would be upon us as we preach the gospel, that God's message might touch the hearts of the children of men that many may come and feast at the supper table of the Lord isn't that what he wants for us in our life we have to surrender first brothers and sisters before we could reap the blessings of God I want to close with the Lord coming to this land And there were so many disputations about the coming of Christ. There was so much unbelief. Even though the prophets prophesied it from Nephi all the way down until Samuel, he stood on the wall. He said, there's going to be five more years, the Lord's going to come. And so many people refused to believe in the miracles of God. I don't know if things are any different today. (laughs) There's some people that feel that we don't need the miracles of God in our life. And the Lord did something that was so important. He says, come now. And one by one, they went up to the Lord. He says, feel the nail prints in my hands. He said, feel the nail prints in my feet and in my side. The Lord wanted no doubt today that he was the Son of God, that he was the bread of heaven that came down, that we might have eternal life. And one by one, they felt the prince in his hands, his feet, in his side, and they said, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Lamb of God. And in their surrender, we read of some of the most beautiful scriptures on how the Lord blessed people I love he took their children the scripture says one by one just like we do today and he says he blessed them and I want to tell you those blessings and the miracles that he performed that day it stayed with this people and we can go into fourth Nephi where we see the love of God did a bind among the people of God that Never was there a happy people in the face of the earth. There were all kind of miracles in the demonstration of the power of God. And this is all because they surrendered their life to the Lord. And in surrendering, brothers and sisters, God is going to bless us. He's got a huge supper table where we can come and partake of his blessings in our life. Oh, we sing that song, come and dine. The master calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude, turned the water into wine. To the hungry calleth now, come and dine. This is what the Lord has in store for us. May we see many in our day and time surrender their lives to the Lord and enjoy the blessings that he has prepared for us from the foundation of the world. May God bless you. It's our prayer.
2: What a wonderful message and a a reminder for us. Um, And, you know, Brother Brian started off with a question, and I'm going to go back to his first question. Um, Is there anything too great for the Lord? And I'm going to ask each of us, is there anything in your mind right now that you feel is too great for the Lord? And we might quickly say, well, no, of course not. But what's that one thing you're holding on to? Maybe it's a sin that you just can't get over. You can't forgive yourself. Maybe it's a a relationship that is torn apart and you're struggling with it daily. Maybe it's a lack of direction in your life, and, you, and you're sitting there thinking, Lord, I'm praying to you, I'm trying to do the right things, and, and, and I just can't see where you're leading me. And you just continue. And, and I guess today I'm saying to you, you might be holding on to that a little too tightly. And I speak to myself first, because, you know, there's a lot of things I hold on to. Way too, way too strongly. And there's a lot of things where I struggle to answer yes to that question. Even though quickly I will say yes. Oh, yeah, of course. There, there's nothing the Lord can't do. But then doubt creeps in, fear creeps in. Um, you know, I prayed to the Lord and you know, like I've been waiting for like five minutes and I haven't got an answer. You know, sometimes that's how I feel. And I really want the Lord to give me the answer. And sometimes I want him to give me the answer, not only the the, the answer that he would give me, but I I want him to give me the answer that I want to hear. And sometimes when he gives me a different answer, well, that can't be the Lord. That's not what I was thinking. So we struggle with this question. And I want you to know today, that the message delivered from Brother Brian, from the Lord, through Brother Brian, let's, let me rephrase that, from the Lord through Brother Brian, to us today, is that we need to give these things to the Lord. You know, another one of his points he had was, what seems impossible for us is possible with the Lord. And we get so wrapped up in the impossibilities, that we forget about the possibilities. And the possibilities come from the Lord. Everything that we have comes from the Lord. All things work together for good, that love and serve the Lord. Well, you know, sometimes we think that means everything is always going to be good. But that's not what he's saying. All things work together for good. And so, so many times we want to have a testimony and we want to have praise, but we want to forget that the testimony comes after the test. The beginning of our testimony comes from our test of our faith, of our struggles, of our trials, of our giving up the sins that we so easily beset us as the scripture says. And we beat ourselves up, and we struggle, and we think, this can't be right. I can't be doing these things. And, and God doesn't, isn't pleased with the sin in our life, but he's pleased with us giving it to him. Because you know what the impossibility is for us to solve our sin. That's impossible. And that's why God knew this. And that's why he sent Jesus Christ as our Savior. That we could receive from the Lord. That we could receive the possible and put away the impossible. And we're still going to fail. We're still going to struggle. We're still going to sin. We're still going to have fear. Doubt's going to creep in. But we need to be Bold in understanding that nothing is impossible with God. And the devil's going to continue to try and put uh, little cracks in your faith and in your understanding of what God can do. Because he's just going to, when we give him that little bit of of room, he's just going to keep kind of chipping away at us. Well, you know what? You prayed like five minutes, ten minutes ago. You still don't have an answer. God's not listening to you. God doesn't care about whether you're going to buy this car or not. He doesn't care. You know what? God cares about everything in our lives. And he will care all the more the more that we give to him. You know, the experiences that Brother Brian shared, uh, Sister Amy spent many years worshiping with her and and thinking about that and, and how miraculous that was for her. And her faith was solid in God because she knew that he could provide the possible. When it seemed impossible, she knew he could provide the possible. And she went through an avenue of prayer and anointing through a brother ordained of God Even the brother didn't have what she needed. God had what she needed. The last note Brother Brian had up on there, surrender first and seek the blessings of God. we got to continue to surrender daily. The Apostle Paul says that I die daily to sin. Well, You know, I read the scripture and I think of the Apostle Paul as one of those spiritual giants. You know. Yet I read scripture like that and I realize. He was a man in the flesh, just like you and just like me. And so it required him to. And he wrote it down for us that we might be encouraged. And it became that written word of God that we can be encouraged. That we can die daily to sin. That we need to. We need to put it aside. And we need to ask the Lord for forgiveness daily from the sins that so easily beset us. Because he can make it possible. He already made it possible. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Redeemer. What a wonderful message today. I I hope that you're encouraged. You know, we're living in a difficult world right now. And I hear this phrase a lot. When we get back to normal. I hear it at work. I hear it when I watch school board meetings about getting back to school. Kids getting back to school. I hear it in the grocery store when we get back to normal. Well, I believe the Lord is trying to change us during this time. Not that. We need the Lord. And Maybe this was a time for us to slow down a little bit and to realize how much we need him. You know, sometimes when things are going well, it's easy to forget that we need the Lord. Sometimes when things are going smoothly, we kind of lose sight of our testimony. Because you know what? The tests aren't coming as frequently. And this is a test. And I believe that we need a miracle from the Lord. And I needed a miracle in my life, and I pray and I know that you need a miracle in your life. Just as Jesus fed this multitude of people, when it seemed so impossible, God is wanting us to recognize how much we need him. That he makes things possible. And so as we come out of this and we look for normal. I'm going to encourage us to look for better. Not for normal. Let's look for better. Because the Lord can give us far better than what we were at before. That we called normal. And most importantly, he can give you a closer and a better spiritual walk with him. That's the most important thing. We might think, it's oh, I want a better job, or I want a better this, and I want more food on my table, and I, I just wish I had a better car and have a better relationship with the Lord. That's what we need to strive for. That's the miracle that came in Jesus Christ that we could have a better life and that we might have a more abundant life in him. I challenge us today. Let's not just look to normal. Let's look to better and what the Lord can provide. I pray for each and every one of you. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Pray that the message sinks deep in your heart I pray that maybe you have some questions. Go to the Lord in prayer. Open his word. It speaks over and over and over again. This is the same chapter that I preached on, I think it was last month, or maybe it was two months ago now. Shortly after this, Jesus walks on the water. This is like miracle after miracle after miracle. Well, I don't know about you, but I want to see miracle after miracle after miracle. I want to see lives changed. And if you're looking for the Lord, if you're looking for a miracle from the Lord, surrender and receive from the Lord. If you have doubts, maybe you've already accepted the Lord and you've kind of fallen away. Or maybe in this time that we haven't been getting together, you kind of have fallen a little bit. Don't let the devil keep chiseling away at your faith. Renew yourself today with the Lord. Get on your knees. Go into your quiet places, as the scripture teaches us, and pray to the Lord. Tell him you need a miracle in your life, that you want to be closer with him, and you want to receive the bread of life, once again, greatly in your life. He can do it. Sorry. Just keep preaching. I better put this down. Uh, pray that you have a wonderful week. We'll be praying for you. We love each of you. And again, thank you for joining. We, we appreciate so much in the words of encouragement that we hear from time to time. And you know what? These messages just continue to go on. And we've heard even from people that we don't even know. Imagine that. Imagine that. That's a miracle of God and you know what if we don't proclaim it as a miracle it just gets lost and it's a miracle of God and so we're going to continue to praise the Lord for what he has done for us in our life for what he continues to do through the ministry of the church of Jesus Christ in reaching out with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's all we it's all we have to give is the good news. And so we're going to continue to give it until all that would hear will hear and accept Jesus Christ. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the preaching of the word of God. And we thank you for the instruments that you have provided here in this life for us to hear your word speak to us. Father, that we could... uh, draw closer to you we thank you for the relevancy of the scripture it is so timeless father and we can preach many times about the same scripture and it can go us and take us in a different way and father that is your greatness it's not ours you provide heavenly father the inspiration that we need to preach the word of god And so we thank you today for our brother's thoughts and sharing this word and using him as an instrument to feed us today. And as we close this service in prayer, Lord, I know there's, there's some that are seeking today. Some that are seeking that have not received before. And so I pray for them. I pray that you would continue to speak to their heart. That you would tap upon their heart. That you might fill them with the spirit and the love of God. That they might recognize that they need a miracle in Jesus Christ. That they would accept him as their savior and redeemer. I pray for those that have fallen away. I pray that. Lord, whatever opportunity might present itself, that they might have the word of God preached to them or that they might just stumble upon a YouTube video, may it be uplifting to them. May it remind them of the miracle that was provided to them. And may you draw them with your love and with your spirit back to that what they once knew, that they would be renewed in you, Father. Lord, I I thank you so much for the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is our life. It is the good news that we can grasp onto and we can hold onto and we can cherish in these difficult times. Bless our nation. Bless the leaders. Bless our schools and our children. Bless our families. Bless our marriages. Lord, we need you. We want to see the miracles in all of these situations. And so we put them and we bring them before you because you are the one that can make things possible, even when they seem impossible to us. So, Lord, we lay them at your feet today. And we look forward to what you have in store. Be with us throughout this week. Until we meet again, Father, is our prayer today. In Jesus' blessed name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.